you're listening to Not So Live from Asteroid G, your podcast from a galaxy far, far away, or just right next door. I am your host, Mike Finkelstein. With me, as always, is... Padme on Madalas. <laughs> I don't know that you could pull off the hair. It, mean, was ba- a, it was a wig. But back when you were, like, long-haired, maybe you could have done it. The I little, miss my long hair. The, the hot buns on the ears? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> the white face paint that looks kind of geisha-like. I really don't know what the hell was up with any of that. Uh, I'm I'm going to assume crack cocaine. <laughs> anyway, this week we are talking about Star Wars, which we've talked about before, and I'm sure we will talk about again at some point. For you know, for two people that don't like Star Wars too much, this we is, talk about it a lot. Well, I, the problem is the fact that it's like current. Yeah. Like if, if Disney would just leave well enough alone and stop making Star Wars products, we wouldn't talk about it anymore. Mm-hmm. But no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we talk about Star Trek a lot too because it's current I as well. I love Star Trek though. So, can't talk about uh, Final Space though because Rip, that show's dead. R.I.P. <laughs> and I finally convinced you to watch it the day that they took it down. I know. It's like, yeah, I'll give it a try. I can't yeah. find it anywhere. Why? Oh, thanks. Because <laughs> HBO killed it. <laughs> Thank, thanks, Discovery. Uh, David Vladislav or whatever his name is. Laslov. Whatever. Fuck it. It's fine. I don't know. Anyway, Star Wars. Star Wars has had a lot of stuff come out lately. I, but the reason I want to talk about it is not just because Andor is good, but Andor is good. It's real good. It's really good. Like, I was talking to my wife about this and the fact that it's a prequel to a prequel. There is yeah. no reason why this fucker should be good at all, because you should know where all the characters that are important are going. Yeah. Like, it is. But, but it's compelling. It's compelling, and they've somehow managed to make it interesting because it's, one, about his own character growth, but two, they've populated a lot of characters you won't see again later, so you really don't know where most of what's going yeah. is actually going. Yeah. It's like Jason Bourne in space. Ooh. <laughs> Which, space Bourne. I mean, give them give give Universal enough time, we probably will get Jason Bourne in space. <laughs> James Bond already went there. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. <laughs> anyway, as I was going to say, though, it's not because Andor is good, although it is good, and we'll continue talking about it. Uh, it's because of the fact that I was reading recently about the struggle Disney has had trying to figure out what to do with the Star Wars movies. They really want to do another one. But the one from um, Ryan Johnson, that whole trilogy he planned, that's canned now. Uh, they were going to do... Which is a shame because that was my favorite one. I know, the I loved that. Trilogies. Loved it. Uh, the one they were going to do with um, the director of Wonder Woman, Patty Jenkins, the Rogue Squadron she was going to do, which they big made a big announcement of. They didn't even have footage of it yet, but they had her like roller skating on a tarmac out yeah. by like some jets and shit. And it was like, this is going to be a big thing. They've already killed it. Um, <laughs> Wonder Woman didn't do good enough, I bet. I, yeah, it's probably fears over Wonder Woman 1984. Um, this is the big issue I have with the team they have at Lucasfilm. Yes. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy and how they're meshing with Disney as well. Is Disney is putting pressure to only have success. Mm-hmm. And Kathleen Kennedy has a weird way of running Lucasfilm anyway. And between the two of them, they can't seem to figure out what the hell to do with anything they're working no. on. Like, even well, though- it's because I think that the problem with Star Wars is, like with Marvel movies, if you make stuff quote-unquote woke, it gets some rancor, but by and large people will still watch it. And I feel like the people who are more left-leaning are more into the Marvel movies, right? But Maybe. Star Wars fans are increasingly becoming more alt-right because they're misidentified. Like, they don't understand what the 
Yeah. Things about it. It's like, oh, stormtroopers are cool. I want to be a stormtrooper. Uh. You're misidentifying <laughs> with the bad guys, the fascists, the, the ones that we're not supposed to like. Yeah. Like, why is, like, and this is the thing that always killed me, too. Yeah, their outfits looked cool, but the whole premise of the 501st, the cosplay people. Yeah. Like, it's like, so, so you guys are just celebrating fascism. Yeah. Let's- yeah, no, I'm I'm with you on that but, too. The fandom is really fucking whack. Yeah, like the people that want to play as Jedi, I get, and I I mean I get the fact that the Sith look cool. Yeah, but at a certain point, you've gone past just cosplaying as a Sith to identifying as one, yeah. and that's what the like the 501st, even though they're an outreach group, still feels a little weird. Yeah. And yeah. I'm not saying that I, I have some friends in the 501st and they are not fascist. By not all 501st. <laughs> yeah. But it, it just, I don't know, it just seems bizarre that they, they like, Lucas had a very clear-cut message, mm-hmm. like, this is bad. And they took that message and over time it's become, is it? I mean, all it takes is one bad apple and the stormtroopers and then suddenly all the stormtroopers. Yeah, <laughs> right? But and I think that's like where the issue is because Disney thought they were going to get something light and fluffy, but clearly have never talked to a Star Wars nerd before. Mm. I mean, Disney has done, despite owning Fox, has failed to do the one thing that would just make money, which is put out the original versions of the original movies. People yeah. would buy the shit out of those. Yeah, I still have my DVDs of those when Walmart yep. released them for like a week. Yeah, those ones that had the non-anamorphic ones that are impossible yeah. to watch. Yeah. Like, I keep a th- an Xbox 360 around <clears throat> just because it will upscale them to the proper <laughs> size to watch them on my big TV. Yeah. Like, that's the only way to watch, like, shit old non-anamorphic letterbox. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but I don't want to get rid of them because they're the only additions you can even find at this point. Yeah. But... Unless you want a laser player, which... Blah, <laughs> Yeah. No one has that much space in their house. Let, let me get up and ch- flip my movie over halfway. <laughs> halfway? That was a three-disc set. <laughs> Don't get me started on Lord of the Rings and all the walking I have to do for all their walking. Right? <laughs> oh, can you imagine the extended edition of Lord of the Rings on LaserDisc? <laughs> it's, it's an eight-disc set. Is that all three movies? No, that's just the first one. It's the first half, bro. This is the extended cut. <laughs> With new animatics by Ralph Banksy. (laughs) (laughs) The extended, extended cut. Ooh. (laughs) Anyway. So, but they're, like, so Star Wars is at this weird point where Disney can't get a single movie off to save their life. But all the things that you would think would be movies are instead moving to TV shows. Mm -hmm. Like, Mandalorian was great. Don't get me wrong. First season was really good. Second season's too fanservice-y. But first season was really good. And some of the shows that they've continued that started as shows have been great. The uh, final season of Clone Wars was fantastic. Bad Batch is not the best, but it's very watchable. It it was neat. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a continuation of Clone Wars. And if you look at it, like, from that perspective, I don't mind it. Visions is fine. It's very anime, but it's fine. I like I get, get into visions. Getting a fine from me means it probably was actually good for some people, but I hate yeah. anime. Yeah, so, I know. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, it was fine. Um, but there's stuff like Obi Wan. Obi Wan started life as a movie. Yeah, should have remained a movie because it like it had as, too much into it. Yeah, as watchable as it was in places, Princess Leia, the young Princess Leia, was really good. Yes, it was way too drawn out. Yeah, and I felt like Book of Boba Fett probably should have been a movie mm-hmm. because it spent more time focusing on bullshit we didn't care about than actually focusing on Boba Fett. Yeah. Yeah. So. And that's what I don't understand either because 
people who have Disney Plus are already going to have Disney Plus, so they have their subscribers regardless. Yeah. So I don't understand the business model of pumping out expensive TV shows for Disney Plus instead of making a movie. Because well, from what I understand, like the theater game is still pretty decent. Like, it's lively again. They're starting yeah. like well, okay. So it's lively for tent poles. Like you get your Spider-Man out there or some other big budget movie. Top Gun Maverick, which I think destroyed mm-hmm. the box office and continues to. Well, because it had it had jets with like shooty guns, so obviously they just shooty gunned the box office. That that's our recreation recreation of Top Gun Maverick. Now you don't need to see the movie. <laughs> Goose. If you're one of the three people out there that hasn't seen the movie, yeah, well, it was good though. I haven't seen the movie. I'm one of the three people. <laughs> oh, well, I have some. I I have a. I'm, Pretty sure people who haven't seen Top Gun Maverick are outnumbered by Hawkman fans. <laughs> I was actually about to say, I was like, I'm glad to know that the Hawkman fan group has <laughs> more people than the, I haven't seen Top Gun Maverick. Because there's communist dissidents out there in China that have uh, that have seen Top Gun. Yeah, well, they saw bootlegs, but still, they saw it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You should watch it, though. It's pretty... Uh, whenever it's on Paramount+. Plus. But this, I know we've touched upon this before, but Disney Plus is in a position that I don't think any of the other major streamers is where their back catalog is strong enough. There are plenty of people that would pay just for access monthly to mm-hmm. the back catalog without any new shit going on there. Yeah. Like it's nice to get into Disney, sh- the Disney shows, Marvel shows, Star Wars shows. I don't think we need anywhere near as many as we have. And it's, some- it's, a lot. it's a lot. And some of the ones that are out should be movies instead of shows that then come to the streamer so that yeah. Disney can make extra box office. Of all the studios out there, Disney is in the one position where they can actually release movies and have them make more than twenty million in a weekend, which yeah. is what's currently happening in the box office right yeah. now. Yeah, which it just it blows my mind. Like, yeah. so because from what I understand about the streaming service business model, like people are fleeing Netflix. Yes, because Netflix sucks. Yeah, because once Stranger Things is over, like, uh huh, I'd be surprised. I, I'm curious to see how well Netflix does after Stranger Things. Well, it's pretty much Squid Game and Squid Game at that point for the streamer. Which was Squid Game was pretty good. I didn't. I couldn't get through it. Yeah, the it irritated me too much. It was. I I figured it out halfway yeah. through, but. Well, Nef- I mean, again, Netflix is in that position where they start a show and then, like, three episodes into people watching it, they've already canceled the show. Yeah, like. Shows don't even get a weekend before they're on the like the chopping block. Yeah, I I can't like when people are like, oh, watch this Netflix show. I'm uh-huh. like, I can't until season three has been confirmed. Right? Yeah. At least at least give me a season two so I know they can wrap up a storyline. <laughs> Unless yeah. it's Glow, where they end on a semi cliffhanger. Yeah. I like. Okay. Anyway, we're not talking about Netflix right now. We're talking about Disney. Yes. This, this, this is Star Wars here. Like, Disney doesn't need to release all these. And I think some of the ones that they've put out, it's not just Star Wars. It's also MCU. Mm-hmm. Should be movies and not TV shows. But right. it's like they're banking so hard on the ideas they have not being good movies. They need to put them somewhere else. But, like, the only bad movie they released was Solo. Yeah, and that was... That one wasn't even the bomb they say it was. It, no, because it, it was enjoyable at parts. Like yeah. uh, Donald Glover did a great job, I thought. Yeah. They hadn't fired the directors and had to reshoot everything. Yeah. The budget wouldn't have inflated quite as much as it did. And while it wouldn't have been the huge smash of even Rogue One, it at least would have made more money than it yeah. did. It was just super disjointed. You can tell yeah. that 
the original director had like points, like a plot line that he was going to that never they actual Phil Miller and Lord. Oh, they yeah. Um, I didn't know who did that originally. Yeah, but yeah, they uh had stuff that they were getting to and never actualized. So yeah, it, it's a weird movie. But even for being a weird movie, it still made almost its money back. Yeah. Like, that's not great for Star Wars, but it's not the bomb that people say it is. Like, there are worse movies released. There oh, are, yeah. There are $200 million movies that make $9 million and then just tank a studio. Yeah. So, this movie didn't tank anything. It just tanked the prospects of any other movies. But I think the problem there is banking too hard on a Han Solo being a hero when that's not what he is, and people not getting the movie they were expecting from Solo. Or even, yeah. did they want Solo? People wanted Obi-Wan, and they got a TV show out of it, which was fine. It could have been a movie. movie. Yeah. And, it, I mean, it's the same problem with some of the stuff they're releasing for the TV shows for MCU that we've talked about. Like Ms. Marvel should have been a movie. Yeah. Falcon and Winter Soldier should have been, been a movie. movie. Yeah, there's a few of these out there that just should be movies, because padding them out to even just six episodes makes them too long. Yeah, like... I'm on the fence with Moon Knight, because Moon Knight felt like it was a good length, but I feel like they could have cut a lot. The one I'm enjoying that I feel is just right the way it is is She-Hulk. I haven't watched it yet. You haven't watched any She-Hulk? No, because I don't want to. We did a podcast on it. What the fuck? (laughs) I haven't watched it currently. Okay. Because we did it after. I've watched... First two episodes? Two or three. Yeah. Yeah. It's been good. It's, It's been true episodic television. Yeah. Which works... For television, like you can go week to week, and if you like, not that anyone's gonna miss an episode because they're all stored in the streamer, yeah. but it's like you can miss an episode, and then when you get back to it, you're like, oh, okay, previously on, I've got it, I'm good, it's fine. It is pure delightful sitcomy TV, and it yeah. works well the way it is. It's the first time the MCU has done something like that that's actually just worked that way. Well, and it's because the story base could be, you know, the whole backstory of She Hulk is. You know, episodic, like... Yeah, yeah, she's like, just... She goes and does cases, and then yeah. she moves on with her life, yeah. It's Boston Legal, but she's a, she's green. I mean, I think I, I like it better than Boston Legal, also. Well, that show yeah. fell off real quick. Yeah, talk Because yeah. I like the first... First couple seasons? seasons? Yeah. yeah. Like, from what I remember. Because yeah. it was before something, so I watched it. Yeah. But I don't remember it enough to... <laughs> <laughs> that, I think that's a big problem. I remember that... um. James Spader and Captain Kirk were on it, and that's yeah. about all I remember of it. That's about where I'm at, too. Yep. Oh, and that, like, the cast changed, like, every season. Yeah. Because they just couldn't keep people signed on. So yeah, I honestly forgot that William Shatner was on it. <laughs> <laughs> and he was one of the main characters. Yeah, it, like, it was mostly the James Spader show. But yeah. then, I mean, the show had spun off of The Practice became yeah. the James Spader show, and that was the only season of that show that was watchable. Yeah. So, but She-Hulk. We were talking about She-Hulk. Wow. We have problems staying on topic. I have ADHD, you know this. <laughs> I just feed into it. I know. <sighs> but Stop you know, feeding me. Like the, so Andor is one of those shows that actually feels like it didn't need to be movies. Now, I will say, from what I've seen of the show so far, which is five episodes that are out, yeah. um, it probably could have gotten away with being eight movies total, like whether released yeah. on Disney or released every three months in theaters. Yeah. It could have gotten away with it. Because of the format and the way it's been written is like the chunks. Yeah. Yeah. So, but. It could have been a nice anthology. Yeah. Like just long form anthology that just get like one movie every three weeks or something. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but the way it works, it works well. It's one of the few Star Wars programs they've put out that feels like it works 
episodically. The first mm-hmm. season of Mandalorian also did that because yep. it was like every episode, Mando shows up somewhere. There's a problem. Mando fixes problem. Mando moves yeah. on. Well, they use that old school like kung fu esque yes. type of format. Yeah. In the second season, I didn't, didn't. feel the second no. season was much more um, serialized and was trying for some bigger story, and it just kind of meandered. Yeah. 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 Like yeah. I feel like they didn't expect a second season. Well, I think they just didn't plan for it. Yeah, there you yeah. go. That's a better way of saying it. Yeah. They so but and, who knows? I'm we need to get jobs in Hollywood. Right? Disney hire me. <laughs> Please. I I'm not gonna be as nice. Do it. One, <laughs> two, three, do it. Well, I mean, if we would just submit those scripts we have written. Yeah, we do have them. We just need to find an agent. So if you're an agent and we'll take uh royalty rights. Let me know. But, you know, I think it, it's Disney is just in this weird place. I really wish they would figure out just the right balance between TV shows and movies. Not only because, I mean, it would make them more money, which I don't necessarily care about myself, but keeps the, the company happy, I guess. Mm-hmm. But also because it would allow those shows and the movies to play out in the right context. Yeah. Like... I liked Obi-Wan. I don't know that I want to sit through six hours of Obi-Wan again. I would have rather so, had it be two hours. And that's the problem with all this oversaturation of stuff. Because yes. when I was a kid, I like I liked the original trilogy enough. Like, yeah. actually, I loved it when I was a kid. But, like, what, like when I'd stay home from school when I was sick, I'd watch the original tri- trilogy. Um, I still watch the Indiana Jones trilogy if I'm, like, couch-ridden. Because there's only three movies. There's only three movies. Yeah. But now it's, like... I'm going to have like a anxiety attack trying to figure out if I was like, I'm going to watch Star Wars while I'm sick, but do I want to watch, which one do I want to watch? As a person who collects physical media, which I have way more than you do at this point, because you got rid of a bunch of yours. Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. The most annoying thing for me when looking at Star Wars is how to organize all of it. Yeah. Especially now that the last season of Clone Wars perfectly overlaps with episode three, because now I'm like, how do I insert these discs in here? Yeah, so episode one, two, Clone Wars. All for six seasons of Clone <laughs> yeah. Wars. Episode three. Last season, season of Clone Wars, yeah. Rogue One. Yeah. Andor, Rogue One. Well, Andor, Obi-Wan, Rogue One. Yeah, that's like I have the timeline on the website, so I can like organize it there. But even then I'm like, I'm so irritated by how it all overlaps. Yeah. So like at least Star Trek doesn't do that bullshit most of the time. Yeah. It would be nice if Disney could like get the the tone just right for the shows. Yeah, for yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. yeah. Not that I want to watch it. I mean, I think you hate them even more than I do. And the Star Wars shows? Yeah. It's just too much because, I don't know, like, I don't, I have a very finite amount of time to do stuff, and I feel like when I'm watching largely most of the Star Wars stuff, it's just like, I, I, I am too old at this point in my life where the slow burn buildup works yeah and like season two of mandalorian and obi-wan i think are the best examples of this where it's just like i don't want to waste six hours to get to 30 minutes of dopamine yeah Yeah. like (laughs) and plus like obi-wan's cool but did it need to be said like it's like what kevin smith said about beetlejuice didn't everything about Beetlejuice get solved in Beetlejuice 1? Yeah, yeah. Like, must we go Hawaiian? Yeah, must we go Hawaiian? <laughs> so, yeah. And as much as I dislike Kevin Smith, he was right. And that's how I kind of look at all these things like, does he need to go Hawaiian? Yeah. So, anyway. hopefully one day Disney will figure it out. Like, at least the shows they're doing, like She Hulk and Andor. 
at least if the shows they're doing now with She-Hulk and Andor feel like they're doing a better job. Yeah. So maybe they're slowly figuring out the formula. I think, like, if I had to guess, it feels like they were trying to compete the same kind of programming that Netflix was doing, which Netflix dumps all the episodes at once. So at least if you have to yeah. sit through six hours, you get all six hours at once. Yeah. Like, a slow burn of six hours over six weeks. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. So. Well, especially since most of the time, and I think if I watched it as intended where it was like, I watched it weekly instead yeah. of trying to get through four episodes at once. So I you can think, do a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I think it would be better. Yeah. For, like, for me personally. Like, granted, I'm one person, but... They should cater to you specifically. Right? Disney, listen to me. <laughs> Hear me out. <laughs> Bro. Bro. <laughs> Bring back Glow, season three, right? Disney, in yeah. Final Space. Just set it in Star Wars universe if you have to. I just want my final season of Glow. Right? Yeah. Damn it. Or um, comic, or something. Just give me something. I just want to know what happens when they go to Vegas. Right? Boo. I thought you were going to say boobs. Boobs. <laughs> well, probably boobs. There was a lot of boobs on that yeah. show. That's what that's what Andor needs. More boobs. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Andor. <laughs> That show would be very justice. different. <laughs> I'm not judging. No. I'm not saying it wouldn't be watchable. <laughs> I mean, I'd still watch it. I'd still watch it. <laughs> for, for my sight, of course. <laughs> uh, anyway, this has been Not So Live from Asteroid G. Now horribly confused over how I feel about Andor. <laughs> I'm Mike Finkelstein. I'm... You said Padme Amidala, but you are Josh Schaefer. I'm Shmi Skywalker. <laughs> And we will see you next time.